Welcome, one and all. You have just discovered the Tom and Topher podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, tainment, tainment. We explore the mysteries of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that is possible. What's up? We're here. We're live. We're ready. We're in the studio. We're here for you guys. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la, la 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 la. Thank you. Good morning to you. We're here in the stew. Welcome everyone. Ignore the activities being done. These are studio activities. I was just ordering some magazine subscriptions. Yeah, nothing more, nothing less. So you guys made it. You're here. We made it here. Thanks for joining us. Season 3, episode 11. Season 3, episode 11. Let's just get into it. We were talking about Mayans, okay? Mayans are amazing. First of all, here's what we were talking about. So the Mayans, they used to do this thing where when they wanted to have a psychedelic mushroom trip, they would go deep deep, deep, deep into these caves down in the earth. Okay? Have you heard about this? Mm-mm. You know about this? You heard about this? Huh? No, I've never heard about it in my life. You know about this? You heard about this? No. Anyways. So, what's happening right now is they're finding all of this, these crazy relics, pottery, all these little statues down in these caves, deep in these tiny little caves. It's not like these big mouth cave openings. They're little Mm -hmm. holes in the ground that you have to, you could barely fit into. And once you get down into there, it opens up into a giant cave and they would have these fucking crazy mushroom trips down there, bro. They would go down there and trip balls together. And people think, Oh, the Mayans. That must be why they're so dark. And they (laughs) killed everyone. And they slaughtered people. No. What you don't understand, maybe you do, maybe I'm ignorant to this fact, but what I learned recently is that the Mayans were only violent to each other for a very short period of time. And that was during the period of time where their extinction was almost inevitable. Same with many different cultures in that area during that time. And what they've found is when societies like that go under pressure from famine, plague, slaughter from conquistadors, stuff like that, they turn to what is slaughter and cannibalism, normally for religious reasons, to beg their gods to stop whatever's happening. They think they've fucked up, they think they've messed up somehow, and they're doing anything they can think of to appease what's going on. So these Mayans were not uh, bloodthirsty people for thousands of years. They were not. The Mayans never were extinct. What I've learned is that the Mayans, they had their big cities... But because of the way that South America works, droughts come all the time to certain areas, all the time. So the areas that they were in with all of these temples, the big, the big Mayan um, pyramids that you see, 
most of these were abandoned just based off of famine. Mm-hmm. So they went out and they started these separate, you know, little sub-villages. And from then on, they were discovered and looked at as just kind of uh, savages. They weren't looked at as people who knew anything about anything. Mm. And that's, that's when we came along and discovered this area and started colonizing this area and using it for rubber plantations and stuff like that. And at this time, these people were you know, deep in these jungles were these hidden mega cities, mega cities, bro. And that's what these movies and books like The Lost City of Z is about, is these ancient, ancient cities from thousands and thousands of years ago that were deep in the jungle that these explorers found on accident and that we're finding with this LIDAR radar technology right now that scans the jungle canopy. It's insane, bruh. That is, I mean it, with all the meaning this word has, that is sensational. Isn't that great thing, isn't that that a great thing to learn? Sensational, that is Indiana Jones. Yes, and there, think about this, there are these little, so they would have to take journeys to these caves, like these caves were not close. Mm -hmm. This was a whole initiation of like manhood, to go into these caves and trip on mushrooms, Normally, I think they use peyote. And um, if you've ever had any sort of psychedelic experience, you know that it is quite the initiation. It's not like anything else in the world. It's communal. It's a gateway. It's not a drug. It's not an individual experience. It's a community experience. Mm -hmm. You start to understand because you're seeing and hearing and feeling some of the same things as the people around you, that this is not just an individual drug experience from one brain to the next. It is a gateway. I mean, you can, you can take what you want from that. Some might think that that's terrifying. Some might think that it's scary. But when you are experiencing these things, it is extremely enlightening. Yeah. And brings, for me, nothing but beneficial um, changes to my life. So, like, the healing, and it just shatters your perspective. Your perspective came from what you were raised by in society. And it's and that right there is healing, because you realize how enslaved we all are. <clears throat> and it's also healing to know that, just to know that, like, for thousands of years, people have been participating in stuff like this because it naturally grows everywhere. You can find it, you know, in, in South America, it's everywhere. Vines, ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. Ayahuasca has DMT. There's ayahuasca shaman. You have peyote, peyote mushrooms. You have, you know, this stuff grows in, like, hundreds and hundreds of plants in every area of the world. DMT. Mm-hmm. When you go to Egypt, there's the acacia tree that they talk about was probably the bush that they that Moses burned yeah. and was able to see God. This is some radically mind-altering stuff. And as you look into it, um, some might think that it some might think that, you know, 
I don't really want to get into that. People have all their own opinions about drug usage and what it is and what it should be and whether people should even be able to smoke marijuana or take pills or, you know, but <clears throat> in my opinion, and I think the reality of it is, is that like the human psyche is extremely delicate. It's extremely complex. The leading neuroscientist in the world at a conference said that they don't know anything, anything about the human psyche. They haven't even touched a percentage of what it means to be a human. And that, that's like when they say like, you know, we've only discovered a certain percentage of the ocean. It's believable that we are just ignorant at this point to the powers that we have inside of us. We're ignorant to it. And I think that some people that do know about the powers that human have is the United States government. I think that it's been researched in certain departments for hundreds of years. It's been researched in certain countries for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. the, the power that humans have, the power that comes with religion and prayer and, you know, things, you know, that are talked about amongst the, the CIA <laughs> as far as like intelligence things, like remote viewing, stuff mm -hmm. like that. The powers that are, um, that are talked about are being suppressed, I think. Humans don't think the same thoughts that humans thought even a hundred years ago. Yeah. We're all wired into this hive, this buzzing hive of cars and work and jobs and, um, you know, Taco Bell and, well, and Netflix. If you look at human history, too, like, <clears throat> the big, the great powers have done everything they can to keep their societies distracted or oppressed, entertained, or just totally controlled <clears throat> to make them feel like, you know, this life is hard and you're here to yeah. serve your country, your king, the Soviet Union, whatever it is. Yeah. And um, what you mentioned with the CIA is really interesting because it just, what I took from all that stuff, reading the, um, we should probably go into it more, what they like the details of it for the people that don't know what we're talking about. The remote viewing. The remote viewing experiments the CIA did. Yeah. But what the, all those experiments tell me before we get into that is that... <laughs> I lost it. Well, we were just talking about how the human... Humans have such power and that the CIA was invested in, like, uncovering a lot of that power. Oh, yeah. And just like the power of the mind that this has, <clears throat> if you look at the methodology that these people get to, like and if you read those CIA documents and you look at the method methodology that they were using to achieve those mind states that they had to get to to do remote viewing, that's some like yogi stuff. Yeah. Yogi stuff. And that's why I believe that Hitler was really, I mean, he was, this is a fact, but I think this is why he was invested in the Dalai Lama. He was invested in a lot of the, yeah. um, what is it, the monk traditions in the Himalayas. And the swastika is a Hindu symbol yeah. that he stole. If you, 
Isn't that crazy? People don't talk about his investment in... So, like, seven years in Tibet? They don't want people to talk about his investment in the occult because they're doing the same shit. The, um... To this day. The movie Seven Years in Tibet is about how he wanted to send these mountain climbers out into Tibet and conquer the Himalaya region. And so this German mountain climber with his team, who Mm. is Brad Pitt, he goes out and he's trying to climb this he's sent out and the war hasn't started yet but the war breaks out with great britain mm-hmm. and there's a team of great british or british soldiers waiting for him at, on the mountain as he's climbing they capture him they take him away he runs away and he finds himself with the dalai lama when he was a child mm-hmm. the current one i believe when he was a child right right so, sorry, I thought you were thinking. Um, <clears throat> so, he teaches the Dalai Lama about culture in Germany and society as we know it. And then the Dalai Lama teaches him about Eastern culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the investment that he has at the end of the movie, Brad Pitt in this culture and how he's completely disowned everything he thought was real throughout this movie he just sheds it off and he understands that this child is like wiser than him wiser than anybody he's ever met and he wants to continue being with this these types of people for the rest of his life he ends up going back to germany and and being encouraged by the Dalai Lama to spread what he's learned mm-hmm. elsewhere. But that's just such a cool story. Like, you just understand that powers know that this shit is real, not fake. Yeah. And they're invested, <clears throat> they've invest, invested millions of dollars to try to harness this shit. Yeah. Billions of dollars, bro. Go into trillions remote of viewing, dollars. though. You showed me that. That TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Did, remember that? Oh, yeah. The, what was it? Uh, what was his name? <clears throat> it was... Um, I'll find it. It was a banned TikTok from this guy who actually worked with the United States government on remote viewing. It is a... Did I say TikTok or TED Talk? It's a TED Talk. TED Talk. Remote viewing. I just forgot his name. TikTok's invading my life. I don't know. I'll, I'll fucking find it. <laughs> so here's the problem with TikTok. It, I've caught myself with lazy thinking from that. Yeah. It's our modern Facebook. Like, yeah. You know how, you know how, like, <laughs> you know how um, we just look at our parents going through Facebook and just being like, yo. You need to understand that this is fake. Like, yeah. you need to understand that the the articles you're reading are just fake. And then I go through TikTok and I'm like, it's a video. I see it. It's re- aliens. And then you look, the video is so grainy. We are in 2021. There is no reason for some video yeah, to be looking like it was a- shot on a razor from 2006. <laughs> no. I will not take that anymore. I understand maybe in Russia, like you see those Russian videos where it's like 
they see a monster in the forest and they're oh, like, yeah. oh, Snagden. And they go out with a knife to yeah. go kill it. <laughs> it's like a fucking literally pitchfork. It's either a knife or an AK 47. Russians are hard people. Russians are hard people. What you looking up there, bud? I'm trying to find that. Oh, uh, the remote, remote viewing? viewing thing. Yeah. And it's really bothering me. I cannot remember his name. I'm like getting. It's like the something institute, a last name institute, and his name reminds me of Preston Garvey keeps popping in my head, and yeah. it's not his name. We'll find it, get some highlights. This guy essentially worked with the CIA. I think he worked with CIA, some sort of government entity. Oh, yes. um, what remote viewing essentially is, and they made a movie called um, Men Who Stare at Goats. Really good movie. George Clooney, um, the dude from... Star Wars, what's his name? George Clooney from Star Wars? No, the other guy from Star Wars. Oh, Ewan McGregor? Ewan McGregor. Obi-Wan yes. Kenobi. Great movie about this. Um, they portray remote viewing. What it is is just pretty much zenning yourself out, allowing yourself to... I think it's some sort of meditation that certain people can achieve. Yeah. And they pick these, they find these certain people. It's not like every single person in the world can do this uh, super easily. But I think there's some people who can do it easier than others. And so they find these people, they figure out how to get them into this state where they can remote view. And what it is is seeing things, seeing things that are not there in your mind so that you can have, say, some sort of, like, um, blurry image of, like, a complex in Russia. Yeah. That you needed to, you needed to, you have some sketch artist next to this person. As they're remote viewing, they're saying what they're seeing. And normally they're given some sort of, like, they're given some sort of item that will trigger the place that they need to see, right? Yeah. I don't know what the item is. They'll normally like read something or like get the location in their head of where they need to see. And then as they're, as they're sitting there, they spill out what they're seeing and they will most of the time have success in finding real places and mapping out real locations in which were military strategic outposts. It's crazy like shit. Like sub submarine bases. Real shit. <clears throat> and this is, you can find, you know, people got real obsessed with remote viewing for a while on social media, but this has been going on since the 60s. Recently, people have figured out about this all over social media. <gasps> kind of died out. The video was removed. The video's removed, ladies and gentlemen. But he was with the Monroe Institute. This gentleman, I gotta find his name. You could probably find it on Google. Yeah. Shit, dude. Well, that's crazy. But we're uncovering <laughs> things here on the Tom and Topher podcast. We're here in the studio. Okay. Here we are. You know what needs to be talked about right now? What? <clears throat> Ghislaine Maxwell. Ghislaine! 
Gislaine. We were talking about this I think morning. it's Gislaine. <clears throat> Gislaine. Even better. Um, this morning we were talking about that every time anyone brings up the Omicron variant. That's what it's called, right? Omicron. Yeah. Omicron. Voltron. <laughs> you respond immediately just saying... Voltron! <laughs> Sorry. Gislaine Maxwell. Oh, the Omicron variant. Hey, have you heard about the Omicron variant? Hey, let's role play. Hey, Christopher. Hey, buddy. I'm I'm far away at this okay. point. Hey, buddy. Hey, 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 I'm coming over. These are those are my footsteps. I'm coming over. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. In your wooden shoes. Yeah. <laughs> have you uh, have you heard of the Omicron variant? Omicron. Gislaine Maxwell. Gislaine Maxwell. That's all you say. But have you heard about it? Gislaine Maxwell. Gislaine Maxwell and her trial. If you don't want to say Gislaine Maxwell, say Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> pick it pick a name. Or you can you can go back and forth between the two. Remember when we were all unified on the fact that he did not kill himself? Yeah. Remember when everyone watched um these documentaries come out and just go oh my fucking lord in heaven this is real yeah and then and then right after that a giant pandemic broke out in which the elite were completely in control of pretty much the media the world at this point i got a good meme for this situation Bill Gates is telling you what to do. One of Epstein's good friends. By the way, don't do what Bill Gates tells you to do. If there's someone in the world to not listen to, if there's someone out there who might be a little shady, Dude. it's Billy Gates. If you do a half of second of research on this man and what sort of fucking sick, conniving bullshit he's been up to, you will understand what I'm saying. Ghislaine Maxwell trial starts soon. Release the Omicron variant. Or it's Omicron. Omicron. Omicron! It's so new that I don't even know what it's called. Omicron variant! That's exactly what they're doing. Every time there's an important case. Warning. 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 World War Three. Oh, and on top of that, I saw this morning that... Um, American bombers were flying near Russia in a show of force. They always do that every year, though. Russia does that, too, to us. But Putin is talking about it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't were... be concerned, though. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't be concerned. We do that, like, I know they we... fly into Alaska. Did you know that? They fuck with our shit, too. God damn it. <laughs> they fly into I Alaska. I wanted to be scared, Tommy. Tommy! <laughs> I wanted to strike fear into our listeners. No, but I've I felt the same way for the last few Trying years. To be like our mainstream media. But um, it's just like that China thing. We do the show of force. It's just a little game. Hey guys, they're playing a game with our lives. Did you know that? All of them together. They're all just playing a little game. They're going, hey, we're gonna send our bombers to you. These things, they have nuclear technology. Did you know that? And we're just gonna send him over. 
big boom come from big airplane. You do no no to us, and we go boom boom to you, bro. When we were um, like taking enough psychedelics to kill a horse, we remember <laughs> when we were laughing our asses off because China and America weren't getting along because it looked like just two little toddlers like yeah because <laughs> Trump just bro. rolling on my bed like ooh China is mad <laughs> the United because, States is upset with China because in the end like in a thousand because you get perspective on psychedelics and one of the perspectives you get is like a thousand years makes sense to you all of a sudden whereas a thousand years before is like you know, right now, like a thousand years, I don't know what that looks like, but yeah. you can map out, you know, hundreds of thousands of years within a night on some of that shit. And you are, it seems very odd, but you are definitely gaining perspective beyond belief. Yeah. And one of the perspectives <clears throat> is, what were we talking about? China, <laughs> how oh, yeah. we were gaining perspective on like, um, conflict. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, too much marijuana, guys. So, um, one of the perspectives you gain is that historically, in you know, just a hundred, couple hundred years, all of this bullshit is going to be laughed at. You know, mm -hmm. we're going to have the same perspective in a thousand years that we have on Mongolia taking over the world. Like, nobody cares, bro. You know how many people we're, were gonna, killed? We're going to look back and laugh like we look back and laugh at, you know, a little person riding up on a horse and pulling out a scroll. The king, <laughs> the high court, claims this land for the king. Nay, we do not take heed to your offer. We will now fight in rows of men throwing their bodies at each other. It is the divine right of the king born of God. Nay, you will be slain till the fortnight. Now it's the same thing. Just some idiot with a suit on goes up to a podium. Biden's being hung up by strings at this point to stand. Honestly, if you are defending that guy, I cannot... Take you I want you seriously. Gone. I cannot take you seriously. If you actually think that Biden is doing, and, and this is, let me tell you, bro, I was not mad that Trump was replaced. You know, mm -hmm. I was not mad at for the a time. few weeks there. I was like, dang, everything's kind of things like are quiet. gonna shh, things are gonna shush, and we might this might go back to like how it was with Obama, and we're all just. Blind again. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh, oh another liberal agenda. Let's go to Target again. Like, we're just going to Target all the time and shit. Yeah. I haven't been to Target in years. <laughs> buying new towels. Yeah, buying shit, all this extra Target money. Yeah. I needed a napkin holder. You I know, need... we don't have a napkin holder. <laughs> I needed 14 candles at $5.99 a piece. <laughs> like, I needed to spend at least $200 on candles. Enough about slow Joe. But honestly, though, if you... I don't know. I, you, that's a bipartisan issue right there. No one can defend that guy. And the people that I've ran into that try to, I you can just see that they are stupid. What is they his have acceptance a low rating at right now? 
Could we look that up? I'm gonna I saw this up. morning that ABC, or ABC said it was 41, but I highly doubt that because, I mean, it's within a margin of error of the 38% approval rating that was released by, who was that? <clears throat> was that a Gallup poll, that 38%? I don't know. CNN was talking about that. Uh, Jen Psaki was, was asked about that low approval rating. ABC this morning said he was at a dismal 41%, which is three points higher than that, but still within the margin of error. Well, I sound like I'm on a morning newscast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems... 3% humidity. I mean, what we can really talk about is Kamala Harris's. They're just... They're just removing her at What this I want to know is, like... Is everything going okay for anybody? Because I know that they're trying to do this whole, like, global reset and go into this new, I don't know, weird elite world that they want. <clears throat> but they look like they're fucking up a lot, drastically. Like, why are, are they, or is this all by design? They choose these bozos to just increase the, uh, the uh, societal discord. So it says here, gloomy landscape for Democrats in midterms as Biden's approval drops to 38%. That was in November 8th. So that was from USA Today. Kamala Harris is not doing good. This is not, this is not good. There's things that are good. This is not one of them. <laughs> There's positive times, and these are negative times. But, you know, we're here. We're we have to content, <clears throat> constant content for our show. So thank you. Thanks, guys, thanks, for that. Thanks for ruining the world so we can talk about it. Because we were on a few episodes in going, we don't know what we're going to talk about anymore. <laughs> but here we are, chit-chatting it up. I Dude. got my matcha tea latte <clears throat> oat milk. When we were first starting, I was like, hmm, what am I interested in? What are we going to talk about? Hmm. Okay. Did you know the, the sun is... <laughs> what are, what are the, what's the nature of black holes? The nature of black holes. I have a PowerPoint on that I actually presented on... Dude, I remember, <clears throat> I think episode three, season one, episode three, just after making it, I was so disappointed. We, <laughs> I don't know if you remembered it, like, we were so excited to make it. Yeah. And it, we were going to have, like, sci-fi stuff. We made a cool, yeah. like, post and story, and, like, we were, I was so hyped, and then we just, like, we bombed. fucking bombed. Yeah. Big time. I remember just turning it off. <laughs> And like that was, and just like feeling my whole body just. Yes, but that was such a pivotal point because I remember that. Like, I remember thinking, like, wow, we just, we failed. Like, yeah. The last couple, we did it, we did it again. And then the third time, we bombed. We just went in, like, we've done so well. Like, yeah. we, could and we posted it too, which says a lot. Yeah, I we think. still posted it, and, like, 
We've posted pretty much all of them, except for if we get a little too wrecked. Yeah. Sometimes we get a little too sharp. A little too wrecked, and it's like, I don't think anyone would enjoy that. Us just squealing, it's laughing. <laughs> Pro- it's, it's like listening to unfunny people thinking they're funny, like making faces at each other and inside jokes. And you're I mean, just like, that's why what I, I feel like. Out with you? I feel like that always. <laughs> but, I mean, we've, we've produced much better content than we've ever produced in the past, and we continue making good content. It's easy for us at this point, but there's always that thing in the back of your head where you're just like, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but they do. It's fun. Yeah. People listen and they like it, and I don't know why, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's fun. We're making money moves. If anybody saw, we changed our logo. Something a little cool more us. Logo. Something a little more m- me and me and Topher over here. Our first logo, we. Sl- you know, I just slapped that together on an app. Yeah, he was uh, he was the mastermind behind that. That was a really good logo, but we needed something that popped. You know, you, if something you look at something long, once you start looking at your your branding, and it just starts looking stale, like an old bag of potato chips. Yeah, like an old shoebox up in your top closet. You just yeah. need- it's all dusty. You gotta upgrade. You gotta get the kettle chips now. And we've been talking. The you know, we, we're not here to fuck around, guys. Like, you've, you come in here, if you're listening at this point, you're going, hey, maybe these guys fuck around. I'm telling you right now, we do not. No Maybe a little bit. But we, most of the time, like six, like 60% of the time, we do not fuck around. Correct. Like 63% of the time. 63% we don't fuck around at all. And what's happening time, right now is ever. not fucking around. This is not... We're I'm not you, filling any we're space. We're telling you how serious we are about podcasting, guys. Okay? We come to the table. We come to the stoop. Ready. This is a commercial for our own podcast within our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Tom and Topher podcast. And you found us here. Listen. We're here, ringy dingy dingy. Dang, dang. We need to get uh, those little triangle bells in here. <laughs> I just want to clang it every time that oh bitch upstairs God. slams the floor. You know what's funny? The little dogs run around. I just want to get on that. Supper time. Ding 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 ding. You know what I'm talking about? No, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> My friend, uh, you know, Xbox party chats. Mm-hmm. We'd be playing games together, and this dude brought a cowbell. He got a cowbell. Because he said when people get rattled, he's going to rattle the cowbell. When people get upset <laughs> and in the party and get mad at each other, he's just going to start rattling the cowbell until they stop arguing. Because that is like, a genius idea. There's points where there's like six or seven people in a party. And if three of them are mad at each other, nobody else can talk. <laughs> it's like, y'all need to shut the fuck up. Someone needs to get a cowbell. We need a cowbell, bro. Yeah. Green iced tea latte. Also need to go <clears throat> to the Army Navy store in Placerville. Wait, we have gone in there. What? We have gone in there. Never mind. And do what? Get those fucking yeah gear. Get <laughs> that camping, gear. Get some yeah, camping dude. gear, dude. Yes. That looks what I'm talking. That about. was some quality gear for 
incredibly cheap prices. Yes. And those jackets in there, they had some like new clothing in there. They had those bomber jackets were top tier. They had military like packs that I would assume, you know, you go to like Big Five and you see something half the quality of that and it's like $200. Yeah. And these, they're selling military packs for literally $25. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, were they used a little bit? I don't care. Hold I'll on. pay. I'll pay it. Brunch. Like, you can leave if you want. No. But I did not expect it to be like You've that. You've disrespected this microphone twice now. I did it towards... I did it towards this over here. Are you kidding me? You... Aimed your brown star, <laughs> as you call it, right at the motherfucking microphone. <laughs> uh, don't sniff, bro. I smell it. <laughs> hey, you pooping? <laughs> Another trend on TikTok. I'm sorry, guys. No, what's wrong with this? This is great. I get a little caffeinated and I get, you know, Tommy gets a little <clears throat> Tommy twang in him. You know? A little Tommy so twang. About getting caffeinated and you got a green tea latte. <clears throat> oh, this has so much caffeine in it. Does it? Matcha, yes. And it's the green tea extract, so it doesn't make you jittery. And it also doesn't hurt your stomach. So. Okay. I'm get sorry. Get on it, bro. I'm sorry, okay? Can I take a rip of this? Oh, on don't, air? don't ask. I won't tell. I won't tell either. I'm gonna add a little bit more of silk. I got this silk almond milk. See, this is a, this is a hack. You just get like a tall green tea oat milk latte, iced, Get like seven scoops of matcha in there. They won't charge you? They'll charge you for like the, yeah, the extra matcha. Not a lot, but it'll like be like 70 cents. Mm -hmm. I think. Oh, maybe. you get super concentrated and you just fuck. You just add more and more milk to it all day. Not a bad idea. I do that with my tea in the morning. All the... Because if you leave the bag in there, it just gets way too bitter and gross. So I'll yeah. drink it down about halfway, and by that time, it's getting way too concentrated, and I'll just add a little bit more water to it. Perfect again. Aye. Aye. Old See, people. I like those types of people who do stuff like that. Simple. Yeah. They're not spending money on their fucking addiction, mm -hmm. you know? Like, they're just milking Guilty. all they can do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have like a solid drink though. You're not like getting these massively expensive drinks. You just get iced coffee. Yeah. Like I like I like that one specifically because it doesn't hurt my stomach. <clears throat> I feel good. I don't know. I just, We're drinking Starbucks, by the way. Drinking Starbucks here. This is Starbucks. What do you coffee. have? Here's my order. Coffee reviews. Here's my order. Every every well not every day. I tried. I'm way better than I used to be. Way better. But I get a venti iced coffee, no classic light ice. Boom. That's all he ever wants. He used gets, to get a Trenta. <clears throat> it gets me where I need to be. Okay? I sip on it slowly throughout the day. Slow drip of caffeine. Just a little. 
little do. Keeps that ADHD brain focused. So what are we gonna do, bro? There's a there's an Ami variant. That's how you pronounce it, right? Omicron. Omicron. Dude, these scary names they're making. That's what they fucking do, dude. Omicron. The Nether Sphere variant. Variant 19. The Duplex 45. Oh. The Tetrahedral S SARS CoV 1. <laughs> like, you can barely pronounce that shit. Yeah. Stop it, people. I don't. This is jargon. I don't know. This okay. is jargon. You tell it. You need to be straightforward. You can. You can have all that speak in the lab. That's cool. Yeah. Everyone knows what you're talking about there, but you need to translate it into human speak. Knock it off. And also, we know what you're doing. Gislaine no Maxwell. Thank you. Gislaine Maxwell is here, everyone. Thank Hello. You. Trial starting. Opening statements are set to begin in the sex trafficking trial of Gislaine Maxwell, ladies and gentlemen, today. Gislaine Maxwell. Monday, November 29th, 2021, the date of this recording. Opening arguments are expected to begin Monday in federal sex trafficking trial of Gislaine Maxwell. I repeat, federal sex trafficking trial of Gislaine Maxwell, the once prominent socialite. Oh, oh, who stands accused of helping disgraced financier Jeffrey Epstein. She was at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. <gasps> oh, <gasps> I'm a socialite. <gasps> she can drive a submarine for some reason. <gasps> or pilot one, however you say it. In the aftermath of Epstein's apparent death by suicide, Epstein didn't kill himself, by the way, so let's, let's get that meme going back. The highly anticipated trial is seen as a government's best and perhaps last opportunity to secure conviction for his alleged crimes. What's gonna happen? Is she gonna get away with it? Tune in next time for America's Pedophiles. You know what? You don't need you don't need Pizzagate, you don't need um, any of the other like quote conspiracy theories out there on um, like there being a child sex trafficking ring amongst elites. This right here dwarfs that. I don't care what anyone says. If you try and defend that, again, same with trying to defend Biden, I cannot take you seriously. You have a few screws loose, you have a low IQ, you are dumb. Or you're one of them. The Maxwell, 59 is being tried on multiple trafficking-related accounts, including enticing minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts and sex trafficking a minor. The indictment, indictment. indictment also accuses her of conspiracy, including using one of Epstein's alleged victims to recruit other girls engaged in paid sex acts with Epstein, which she did. Maxwell has pleaded not guilty. She's not guilty, folks. Because you know why? Because we believe all women. We believe every woman. Yeah, we, we can... If uh, she says she's not guilty, she's not fucking guilty. You know why? Because we believe all women. 
And what's what's also interesting is how this Kyle Rittenhouse court trial. Oh God! Is all in the news? Everyone's like, oh, one of the people that died was also he was all the people that died were white. One of them raped five kids. So I don't really see where the racism is here, but that's a different conversation. Also, the Gislaine Maxwell trial dwarfs that as well. Well, the racism comes from on the scene when a white boy is found with a gun killing other people he is arrested but if someone who is not even carrying a gun is found on a scene and they are black they are shot to death and so they have all of these scenes of you know when all of okay. these shooters started going yeah, on that's a good point so the shooters were next to the Innocent people mm -hmm. with no gun. Killed, arrested. Killed, arrested. Killed, arrested. And it had all of the recent shooters. Like from 2005 up. All arrested. All white. Okay. You know, because white people are shooters. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, dude. When you see any other race going and blasting fuckers like with ARs and shit wow gang violence yeah but um mass murder not gang related you know is it the same thing just different well setting? just well like no because are you talking about Columbine is there's different. definitely a thing about motive is different <clears throat> so Columbine is different motive than like a gang killing sure. yeah they're just killing, like, that whole when serial, serial killers yeah. started popping up, that was different than anything they've ever dealt with. It's like that question, like, name name five black serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> but say what you, you had some, you had some shit. Oh, I was just saying um, that this, the Kyle Rittenhouse case, uh, yeah, good conversation, good point about how, um, you know, if he were black, he probably would have been shot. Yeah. When uh, I explain that to people, they go, oh. Like my mom, they go, oh. Yeah. That makes sense. But is that his, is that Kyle Rittenhouse's fault? Should he suffer that fact? Or should the police department have, take responsibility for that, for that inequality there? I think that um, you're probably right in that, that he doesn't need to take responsibility. But the law is not being enforced right. Also, the prosecution in that in that trial was a joke. But at the same at the same time, it was just a huge circus to distract from the Gisling Ma Gisling Gisling Maxwell trial. I hate her name. I hate her <laughs> I name. Do. It like makes you not even want to look. I don't even know how to pronounce that. I don't even want to yeah. click that article. They like named her like, oh, don't pay any attention to yeah. her. Yeah, no. like you, you know her name, but you can't even pronounce it. Like, yeah, that's how strategic they were. Like, yeah, her, 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 her sisters and brothers, their names are probably like Slisnania, Slisnania, like some Russian shit. Slisnania, yeah. and it's it's spelled like Z A R S L Snania. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like <laughs> or something. Slisnania. 
Svetlana. Some fucking, like, they're like an evil alien race. Like, <laughs> who exactly are Tommy? Are you saying Russians are? Or? No, Ghislaine Maxwell oh, yeah, and, yeah. like, those people. They're like an ancient, like, pedophile race. Sorry. The shapeshifters? Yeah. Some fucking reptilian. We're getting deep into the questions that matter here on Tom and Topher Podcast. Giving you the real news. We're the alternate news. Did I take a... Yeah. I did. I feel like I need more. Why not? More. More! My mom's texting me here. My mom's a good person. Why do you say that? She is, I agree with you, but what made you say that? Hold on. My phone's trying to send messages. Here's actually something I wanted to talk about on the podcast. She is a good person. And I was talking to them because we went to dinner the other day. They came to visit. We went and got some Thai food. But... So they, they were talking about the same thing we were just talking about, the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Mm-hmm. And they were saying what you were saying, that I don't understand the racism, right? Yeah. And to any ignorant fool, what they I, would look I, at them okay. and say, they would look at them and say, you're fucking racist for saying that. It's fucking racist. That's some Trump shit, like, and here's why. Because white people don't get killed, they get arrested. Black people, you know, they have this justification that isn't in my parents' head. And when I tell them that, they go, oh, that makes sense. Like, right? Yeah. That makes sense. My son, who we trust, (laughs) my son, who we trust, told us why people, and they gained some perspective. But... What's really annoying is that if I wasn't there to do that, they would probably believe that it, you know, has no justification. That's why we all just need to have a conversation when there's ignorance there. Like, I just was educated, too. Yeah. And you said simply. And I was like, that's what really annoys me. Because, like, my mom and my dad, mainly, like, I think about... The sacrifice and time that my mom has put into my little brother, who is completely, like, disabled and can't take care of himself. He's 18 at this point, and, like, the way that the mentally ill are taken care of in this country is whack. So funding has been completely, (laughs) like, dropped since... He was a kid. Um, it seems that, you know, I'm not trying to shit on anyone, anybody, but <coughs> Republicans, when Republican presidents are in power, the mentally ill are normally taken care of pretty well. And when Democrats are in power, the funding is stripped. It's like when Obama just stole all the funding from NASA. Remember that? Mm-hmm. They can do that shit. And so they do. They strip the funding from one thing, 
and give it to another because in a Democrat's eyes, truly, it's just not a, a big issue. You just make little shitty homes and you send them to these homes. And unless you have someone in your life who is severely mentally ill, you don't think about this shit, right? It doesn't <laughs> affect you. And when they come into your life, when you see them in a store, it scares people. It truly does. Yeah. You see it in their face. <clears throat> you see when someone's acting out of the ordinary, it scares people. And that's what happens with severely mentally disabled individuals. Sometimes they yell. Sometimes they get excited. Sometimes they get really sad. Sometimes yeah. their emotions go everywhere from second to second. And it's hard to control. And it's scary to people to watch. And so... That people are uncomfortable, but like my mom is a fucking saint, is an angel. She's she's dedicated her whole life to him. She's worked with mentally disabled people her whole life, and like my dad has, you know, just as much credit in my mind for taking care of David as anyone else. And so, to me, like people will so easily judge someone, like, oh, you're such. Like, you don't want to fund this, or you don't believe in this, so you're racist. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you're, you're, you're just, like, an ignorant human being. Like, they don't know that, like, my mom's dedicated her whole life to the mentally disabled. Mm -hmm. And, like, is one of the most charitable, loving, kind. But, like, online, if someone sees her opinion of, that's not racist, on Facebook... How is this Kyle Rittenhouse shit racist? People will blast her, you know? Yeah. It's open to... They don't know... Nobody knows anyone anywhere anymore. They just fucking assume. And so... People have lived these lives full of love... Or hate. And... I think that a lot of these people who are claiming to be these accepting, loving individuals have lived lives full of hate and anger and have used some of these times as opportunities to truly spread that shit. And if you truly look into your own life and understand your motives behind what you're doing and see like if there's any consistency in your life and your values and your morals and how you live that out, I find so much consistency in people like my parents who are ignorant to some things and would be maybe called ignorant or that's a racist thing to say or mm. you voted for Donald Trump. How fucking dare you? Like, I, I don't follow that. I don't care. I'm done with this shit. Yeah. Get I'm your vax. Don't get that. your vax. None <clears throat> of this affects me anymore. I'm looking at your soul now. I don't care. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I don't care about your politics. I'm looking at your soul. And like there's, you know, I work for a very liberal company, Starbucks. There's angry people amongst these stores. Angry, angry people mm -hmm. who bark at you and talk shit about you for not following these mandates or mask. You know, I had to deal with this mask stuff for a year and a half mm -hmm. and <clears throat> there's people who made it their mission to enforce this shit you know I think it's fine wear masks wear you know enforce masks whatever just go yeah hey uh, instead of yelling at someone go hey 
I'm sorry, but we enforce masks here. Do you mind wearing one? Mm-hmm. If they go, no, I'm not wearing a mask. You go, all right, that's totally fine. We just ask that people who don't want to wear masks, they wait outside instead of in here, and we'll bring the drink to you. Easy. Yeah. Easily done. People go, oh, really? That's cool. Okay, thank you. You'll bring it to me? Dope. Like a, yeah. like a servant? <laughs> He's out throwing his AirPods talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. They're going to bring it out to me. Hey, okay. If you're gonna fucking, they don't want masks. They're going to fucking bring it out to me, you little bitch. <laughs> I don't know. I feel a little emotional about this, but my parents are great people. I know everybody has parents, and unless they're pieces of shit, most people's parents are pretty good people. Mm-hmm. I think most people are pretty good people, unless you're evil. Um, and there's not that many truly evil people. There's not even too many opportunities for that much evil shit. We just go to work and yeah. live our lives. And like, some people steal money from each other, and like, some people do like bad things every now and then. But like, you gotta let people be hypocrites, and you gotta let people make mistakes. Don't judge people because they said something mean on Twitter one time in 2006. Yeah, why not, you know, let's say someone said something terrible on Twitter at that time. Why not just bring it up to them like, hey man, do you still think like that? And they'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe I posted that. Yeah, one of the... Whatever, you know, like have a conversation like, you know what, I'm gonna delete that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get those, I'm gonna have someone come through and delete that, I apologize. I just like, see those... Fuck you. Resign. Well, maybe they're politician names should resign. I don't know. One of the hardest things about social media <clears> is, <throat> at least for me, is that, like, on Facebook, it has those things. Like, look what you said 10 years ago. And I go, like, it's not, it's not bad. It's just, like, cringy. Anything you say back then is just cringy. You're just like, ugh, what yeah. was I talking about? Like, I remember... I had this long post in like sophomore year of high school and I remember I typed out <clears throat> I was mad because this girl like didn't like me and I liked her and I was like Nicholas Sparks is ruining this fucking country <laughs> for real Nicholas Sparks you know who that is who's that he's the dude who wrote the notebook and oh, yeah, all yeah, those yeah, movies yeah, yeah. Dear John and I was like The expectations for men nowadays are insane. (laughs) Yeah, and it was a long post. It was like, (laughs) and my crush followed me, all this shit. Like, people saw this. I was just like, it is not fair just being a little soy boy. Oh, my God. This is bullshit. Like, he's ruined. He's ruined everything. It it was so cringy. I saw this the other day, and I just went, oh, my God. (laughs) And it's like... That's not how I feel anymore. Like, yeah. it's, that's sophomore year of high school, too. That's not too long ago, you know? I feel like almost like everyone, 2012. I, everyone I know, and I hope this just doesn't mean I hang out with cringy people, but uh, everyone that I know, that I follow on social media, they all have had a phase where they've done cringy shit. Like a friend has gone through an SJW phase and they just post articles all the time you're just like god shut the fuck up like I used to do that shit <laughs> I used to do that shit hardcore I got super into Ron Paul and libertarianism mm-hmm. and like because people don't know you don't know 
the cringiness of what you're doing until it's shown to you. Yeah, you're just like vomiting it out. Yeah. You're just like, you read an article, you go, oh, and you're just, bleh. What's weird about Facebook. society and for social media is you start to notice like you're not the only one doing this shit. Like there's a there's a subgroup of people who you are being categorized into, and you don't realize it. So like, you know now there's the Facebook moms, mm -hmm. and they don't know they're like, fucking being memed. Yeah. And when that Karen <laughs> thing went out, they started realizing like, um guys, I think they're making fun of us. This yeah. needs to stop now. And there was, like, whole campaigns on Facebook for, like, anti-Karen memes. Yeah. Or, like, anti, like, stop making Karen memes, you know? Mm -hmm. This is atrocious. No. We will never stop. It. And they were trying to make it an offensive word. Ghislaine Maxwell's trial is going on right now, probably, as we speak. Ghislaine Maxwell. Crimes against humanity. Sex trafficking of minors. Just know that. If this case gets thrown out, if there's a mistrial, if she walks, we riot. <laughs> we. We fucking burn government buildings to the ground. And we don't condone this. We're just saying that, like... This is... Yeah, never mind. We're just saying this as, like... Something that we we don't want to do, no. But in like a sketch, would be funny to be done. <laughs> Here's what needs to happen. Here's realistically, I don't no edgy stuff. <laughs> okay. Here's what needs to happen. We need to line the streets with people, and we need to not obey the government. We need to not buy anything. We need to not do anything that they say. We all sit down in the street together. But what's cute is that nobody cares about Ghislaine Maxwell or Ghislaine. They just, you know, this is just a little day where she's People on trial. People are looking this stuff up because they're losing their jobs. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? So they are seeing this stuff. They're seeing this stuff across the world. Ghislaine? Every Saturday for the past, like, two years or year in France, they've been mass protests. And it's not been on the news this whole time. I know, but I'm talking about, like... Nobody's gonna see the Ghislaine shit. I just think, yeah, the society is crumbling. People are waking up. I've been saying it for a while, and I believe it firmly. They're waking up. They're going to shut governments down. There's government buildings already burning in Australia. There's mass protests in Australia today, right now. This is insanity. This is like the 1980s with like the South American dictators like Pol Pot and I don't know, all those wild stories and then like the, never mind. <laughs> I'm really high and I'm really like over caffeinated too. I'm just sucking down my coffee. He's rocking back and forth just talking literally, about just laid back. Guys, <laughs> I have been so into this stuff. Can I hit this? Yeah, please. No, it's sorry. I haven't offered real, you but I'm just chiefing on it over here. It's hard because so much has already been exposed, and people, people literally, if you talk about like, like government officials 
having sex with children, they will fucking call you a QAnon or some shit. Like, yeah. they will instantly label you as, like, some Republican. Oh, Pizzagate? Fuck y'all. You guys are Let the... Me, no, you guys <clears throat> are the fucking problem. You are worse almost than Ghislaine. The people who are yeah. trying to dis distance the reality from fiction. You guys, you guys are molding together fake shit and trying to fucking clump motherfuckers who are concerned about the children of this nation. Eight, literally eight, more than 800,000 children go missing a year. I just saw an FBI report today. 840,000 children a year go missing in the United States alone. Every 40 seconds, a child is taken. Mm-hmm. Every 40 fucking seconds. And you guys are sitting there acting like this isn't a goddamn problem. What do you think is going on? Do you think, do you know how much money is in organ, organ fucking sales on the black market? Children organ sales? Do you yeah. know how much money is in fucking adrenal chrome? Which you guys want to clump that into fucking. You guys want to clump that into some fake bullshit? You want to clump that into QAnon? Adrenal Chrome, you used to be able to buy it on the fucking internet, yeah, bro. Yeah, Alibaba. You used to be able to buy that shit on the internet. So it's not fake. This shit is being probably pumped out in factories. You think that... You think people... People don't give a shit. People don't give a fuck. About you and your family and your little... If there's profit to be made, if there's million dollars... If there's a million dollars to be made off a child's corpse... Why the fuck would they get rid of it when they quote-unquote abort it? Why the fuck would they throw that body away or give it back to you... When they can make a million dollars off the heart, liver, spleen... All that shit from that kid. Which I'm telling you right now, 100% there is a talk show... That you can go listen to where the gov- the ex-governor of New York talks about post-birth abortions. Post-birth abortions. And trying to rationalize that to the American public. And you can, you know, you can look it up yourselves. This shit is real. Yeah. I can pull it up for you. He legitimately, you know, tries to, tries... You know, and this is the this is all for profit. That's that's purely for profit. They want to fuck. He talks about having a conversation about keeping the the baby alive with the mother and the doctor afterwards. Having a conversation about keeping them alive. Wow. And there's so much money because they want that baby carcass. It's not even just that. Like people in China, they do th- weird like. This is a regular practice. China likes little sacred things. They like the baby penises being ground up, right? Mm-hmm. For fertility. They like the, the shark fin soup. They like the sacred, mm-hmm. can't get it anywhere else type shit. And so this is another part of it. Like, again, if you guys are defending this shit, get away from me. Get far away yeah. from me. You are fucking evil luck. That's a reality that you don't want to admit is true, but it is. If you want to scream and shout about about it, 
you're the problem. Like what you said earlier, they are the problem. You believe that? You want to shove what you... Because you, you sat on your ass and watched CNN or Fox News, and you turn around and just shout what you watched on the news, read in the newspaper at other people, you lazy ass... <coughs> Say it. <coughs> Shout it from the rooftops. Ghislaine Maxwell's trial is today. Okay, people. Know it in your heart. I'm Learn so it. Angry, dude. <laughs> We're going to Brookfield. Yeah. Brookfield. Kicking the door down. Hey. You love a good post-podcast brekkie. Yeah. Have a good morning coffee, morning pod, morning brekkie. Go on with your day. This is why we do what we do, folks. Just understand that we are living it up right now. Our lives are so great. Everything is just perfect. Everything's fine. <laughs> That's how I think Instagrammers and like YouTubers are. Like, I was, I was thinking about that the other day. I don't know how far we want to go into this, but just the miserable life of an actor. Oh, and yeah. Like, the miserable life of a famous person. Of just, you know, we were watching that show, True Story, new on Netflix, great show. Kevin Hart, amazing show. Yeah. Thrilling, oh exhilarating. <clears throat> but it shows you that, like, you are being followed around at all times. You never. Anything that happens in your life, you're being watched. Mm -hmm. Whether it's by your manager, your team, your bodyguard, stalkers, fans, themselves, mm -hmm. you know, the cameras on the street. Like, you know, um, anything you do, mm -hmm. they can just find you. Oh, we know you went there and there and there. Kevin Hart gets into some shit. It's some Breaking Bad style shit. And it really shows, like, damn, I do not want to be famous. Really. I don't know at all. I don't know why we do what we do. We're just grasping at fame. See, we're trying... Not that's really. I love this shit. I love this shit. I don't, I don't really want fame. I think that's just a symptom of it. And I, I think know, that there's a lot of people out there that can, like, they're not in the spotlight. We have quality shit that we make, though, and if we keep making quality shit, that's inevitably what comes, and it's like, what are we working towards then? Because the money comes with fame, mm -hmm. and you compromise a lot for that fame and money, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, inevitably, the, the things that we're pursuing, like, you can make pursuits that make you money, but no fame. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're putting our shit out into the world. I think that there's people though that handle that well. Some level of fame. That's they true. don't do interviews. They don't... <clears throat> At least we'll have each other if anything blows up. Yeah. They... We'll be like, yo. Um, <laughs> I need to be grounded somehow. Because yeah. shit's getting weird. Well, I think a regular... Psychedelic practice too keeps you straight, and also finding other celebrities who seem to be doing good. Like, if you get up there, like 
finding a group that is actually doing it well and can teach you. Like, I feel like people like Dave Chappelle, they have like their head on straight. Yeah. People like, um, I want Jim Carrey to be my guru. He seems like he would be like a little too much though. You know? Yeah. But I feel like I could learn a lot from him. You said what? I feel like I could learn a lot from him. What he, the things he says are, you know, <clears throat> people might laugh at him and it sounds goofy, the stuff that is coming out of his mouth, but it's all truth. It's straight Buddhism, Hinduism, Zen, Eastern spirituality. Yeah. That's coming out of his mouth. And I think, <clears throat> I don't know about all the gods and everything, but the information that comes from that religion, the root of it all, all of it are universal truths. This is... <clears throat> oh, whoops. So... This is a weird thing when... Have you seen this Jim Carrey's secret hand signal on Jimmy Kimmel? Oh, yeah. I loved that. Where he just, like, pretty much memes... He memes this whole process. So he goes out, he does... You're right here, he does the fucking... Hand signal. He does the Illuminati little... Triangle with his tongue sticking out. Does it again to the crowd. And he's just walking around the stage just doing the Illuminati hand signal. Jimmy Kimmel's just looking at him like, what the hell? What you doing there, bud? He's like, please stop. Yeah, he's like, what is this? He says, what is this? He's yelling at him. He's got the fakest little smile. He's trying to sit down. Oh, he does it again. Hand signal as they're sitting. He's still doing it. Is that a gang sign here? You don't So, secrets and the lies. It is the secret symbol of the Illuminati, and you're part of it, and it is the, the all mocking tongue. Uh, now, talk show hosts, people on television, people in sitcoms have been hired by the government to throw you off the track, to distract you, to make you laugh, and stuff like that, make you happy and docile. So, this is, you know, this can be interpreted in a lot of ways. This is Hunger Games shit. This could be interpreted in, oh, no, Jim Carrey's just messing around. It's a bit. Right? I don't think so. He's not laughing. So he said, they go out in a circle in the woods and get naked. This is Bohemian Grove shit. Mm -hmm. That's real. And they decide this shit.
He said, look at him try to cover it up. Look at him. <laughs> He's laughing at him. This is not... Jimmy Kimmel looks so uncomfortable here. I'm sick of, uh, hold on a second. You know what they're trying to do? Who? This thing is buzzing. Hold on. They're trying to turn us into, you know, uh, you know, consumer drones of some sort. Hold on. I just got to get this. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm in the middle of blowing a lid off some... Uh, Sorry, Jimmy. I was temporarily interrupted by my iPhone 6 Plus. <laughs> I love him, dude. He is one of my idols, comedic idols. He's a genius, and if he did what I think he did just there, he's a modern day hero. Yeah, he goes into, after this, just this hermit stage where he's just doing art and psychedelics. Yeah. You know? And then he comes out saying, like, Jim Carrey is just a character I was playing. Yeah. In, None in, of, in a non-conceited way, I, I feel. Like, when you look at his body language, like, if you if you read that somewhere, it would sound kind of conceited. Like, I am not Chris O'Connor. Yeah, no, but it's true. Like, you build up... Think about this. Like, based off of the parents you have, the siblings you have, this is all random. The people who raise you, the people you're around, your environment is so much of who you become. It's just all this roll of a dice almost, and I don't know. It's crazy to watch the Man on the Moon thing. That the documentary? Yeah, the documentary on Man on the Moon, because that's where he really lost his sense of who he was as Jim Carrey, this character he's been playing. His whole life, he says, um, when he was doing method acting for this movie, Man on the Moon, he um, he said he he method acted throughout the movie as well as off stage. So he forgot who Jim Carrey was over the months of shooting this movie. And after he forgot who Jim Carrey was, he really realized that. Um, you're not who you think you are and that you've built this thing around you based off of the clothes that you wear and this outward appearance and the way you do your hair and the way that you, you know, shave or don't shave and the insecurities you have and don't have and the things that were said to you by your parents or not said to you and all this stuff just builds up into this person that's just not real. You can um, pretend to be someone else, and eventually your brain convinces itself, oh, you're that person now. Mm -hmm. And when you method act, like the, a real genius does, <clears throat> you truly become that other person. And it's a weird thing that I've never experienced, but in this documentary, he talks about it, they talk about it. They talk about how odd it was, offset and onset, Working with him in this state, he would not stop. Yeah. You know, it was just insanity. People don't understand what it, what it takes to be great, and that's, I think that's a good example of it. Yeah. Just think of the dedication. Like, I don't give a fuck how embarrassing and awkward and cringy it is. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And it I is embarrassing and awkward right and cringy. And that's like, I think that's the cost of entry. 
is denying all that and surrendering to it. And then there's fuckers like Jared Leto who like want to be that so bad. Oh. Yeah, oh, I don't, that guy is so fucking of the fake. Legends. He, he talks just, like that too. Like, oh hi, Ooh, yeah. what's your name? Yeah. Oh, like. Oh my god. He's like a he's a cult leader now. Did he's you know that? a narcissist. He is. Yeah, he has a cult. Like that a, makes so much sense. He looks like a psychopath cult leader, like yeah. a charismatic, like... With the white robes, all of it. Joseph Seed. Yeah. Yes. He's living it. He's living it out. He's Joseph Seed. He always walks around with his shirt off with the man bun on. Yeah. And his brothers are all behind him. We love you, Jerry. Can you just, you know, shoot us an invite? We'll come. We'll interview you. We, not, we honestly have no hate toward you. We, I loved you in Lord of War. You were the greatest in Lord of War. I thought he was a terrible actor in Lord of War. I loved it. I thought he was he, the perfect degenerate little brother. Yeah, that was a good movie. But his character sucked. I just don't like him. You don't I like hate, the... I hate that he's in um, Blade Runner. I hate really? That, I hate that he's played the Joker. I hated him in I The Joker. I think he shouldn't be in movies. <laughs> Like Here's the thing. thing, he makes good shit, bro. Like, 30 Seconds to Mars is an amazing band, bro. I just, I don't like uh, people that aren't genuine like that. He's so fake. But whatever. Just a celebrity. Maybe you this is see some, that This side is some People him. Magazine type shit. I don't care about this. <laughs> what am I getting so worked up about? He's just some dude. Tom and Topher. Who cares? Sorry, dude. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I need to calm down and do your thing. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, QAnon forums. <laughs> Everything. We're on it. Reddit. At Tom and Topher. Follow <laughs> my subreddit on all our QAnon blogs. R slash. Don't tread on me. <laughs> for for twenty, blaze it. Don't tread on me. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're gonna get some bracky going yeah, on. Time to get some grub. All right, love you. God bless you. Angels watch over you. Follow us. We love you. Patreon. Have a blessed day. <laughs>